Hi again, everyone, and welcome to another episode of RV Business Capital Talk, sponsored by Eric Sell, also available as a podcast. I'm Rick Kessler, and he's Sherman Goldberg, and we're from RV Business. And joining us, or returning to our show today, is Joel Holland. Joel, of course, is the CEO of Harvest Hosts. Um, and Joel, correct me if I'm wrong, but you've been the CEO and, and owner since 2018. That's right. And Harvest Host was founded in 2010. And, and I bring that up because when you acquired Harvest Host, there was 600 locations and now you're up over 8,000. Um, so I guess maybe the first question for you is for those who don't know, what is Harvest Host? And then how, and Joel, how far back does the name actually go then? Yeah. So um, Don and Kim Green originally started the company in 2010. Uh, like Rick said, and Harvest Host was the name they originally chose. I loved the name. So when I bought the company in 2018, didn't touch the name. I think it really well represents what the company does, which is really connect our viewers with wonderful hosts, all of almost all of whom are, are in some harvest you know, situation, farms, breweries, wineries. We do have interesting new uh, attractions like museums and even churches. Um, but uh, but there they're harvesting the soul. So so there's always some harvest going on, right? And the, and the whole idea is um, for an RV or self-contained RV that needs an overnight stop, the harvest host locations are are the perfect venue for that. That's right. Um, and I'm actually out on the road right now in the RV using the Starlink satellite. So I know my internet's not perfect, but this is one of the things that's enabled so many people to join Harvest Host and use it is you can work from the road today. And so um, you can stay overnight at farms and wineries that otherwise don't have any services. Um, I'm parked out looking at a bunch of mountains. There's not even cell service where I am right now, mm -hmm. but you can still do it because of, you know, modern technology. So I think this network of, we call them unique attractions where you can spend the night. It's now accessible to pretty much anybody who has a self-contained RV. And you know, I would say even when uh, 2018, when when you became the owner of Harvest Host, it was it was sort of on the radar, but obviously it's exploded since 2018. Where do you guys fit in the industry? Because if we're looking at a disruptor, Harvest Host would be one. Yes, you know, and I think I think there's a, there's multiple ways to define disruptor. Sometimes a disruptor comes in and kind of disrupts the existing ecosystem. That's not what we're trying to do. We're trying to get more people um, interested in RVing. So we're trying to disrupt travel, right? I'm trying to, to make it clear that you don't have to think about travel as an airplane in a hotel. You know, seeing the world in an RV is a really cool way to do it. And it's also, so, uh, go, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, just, but that that's the way we're disrupting is I'm just, we're trying to show uh, that anyone I think anyone should try. And with the new rental companies and peer-to-peer -peer companies, um, literally anybody can get into RVing and give it a try. And as we all know here on this call, it can, it's pretty special. It's a, it, it's given a new look uh, as well to the accommodation sector, certainly. Um, not to abuse the word disruptor here, but certainly. But then again, I've noticed uh, some efforts to merge interests with campgrounds. Absolutely. And so from the beginning, if we were trying to disrupt anything in the RV space, it was 
getting people to stop staying in parking lots. And I mean, Walmart parking lots, rest stops, Cracker Barrel parking lots. There's nothing necessarily wrong with them, but they're not interesting, right? I would say, and we do say, you know, swap a, a Walmart for a winery, you know, trade a rest stop for some rosé. It's just a much better way to spend the night. You know, um, I, I think that that's what we're going to keep doing. Now, we love campgrounds. So our average member, and we have over 250,000 of them now, spends about four days a year using Harvest Hosts. So not a whole lot, but enough to be very happy with the experiences um, and to get their money's worth out of the membership and to renew. But they then spend between 30 and 60 nights per year in a traditional campground. And we're the same way. The majority of my nights on the road are in a campground. Campgrounds are wonderful. So we started Campers Card to help connect our members with traditional campgrounds. And so that's a newer program we just launched last month. Um, we've already, we just started promoting it. We already have almost 4,000 uh, paid members of Campers Card. Um, and we just passed 700 campgrounds. Um, and the goal is to get to 1,000 campgrounds and you know, hopefully hundreds of thousands of members. But like Sherman was saying, we want to support campgrounds just like we support other small businesses. What does our campers card amount to uh, for the lion's share of the people who haven't heard of heard of it? Yes. So campers card is essentially a discount and perk program. Um, so you join the program. It's not very expensive, about $30 or less. Um, and that gets you discounts and perks at right now about 700 campgrounds, but we're adding, you know, we're adding hundreds every month. And so you can now go and stay at um, not just any campground. These are actually high quality campgrounds. They're vetted by our team. Um, it is invitation only. So we reach out to campgrounds that we feel hit a certain quality threshold and you can save between 10 to 50% um, per night or per stay. And there are other interesting perks like early check-in, late checkout, a welcome amenity. Some of the things that the hotel industry has been doing for a long time, I call them VIP, you know, perks. And we're trying to bring that to RV. Nice. Um, wait, wait a minute. Let me ask this before I forget. We've got two manufacturers tied in now, uh, RV manufacturers as well, right? That's correct. Yes. Yeah, so so we, we announced the essentially... If a manufacturer is creating a unit that is self-contained um, and will work at Harvest Host locations, we're basically certifying them adventure ready. Uh, and Jayco was the first manufacturer. We came up with this term with Jayco. Um, and every unit they're producing this year, every single one is adventure ready, which means it can be taken to a Harvest Host location with no connections and boondock with no problem. Um, since then, we've had, I think we're up to like five or six manufacturers now who've joined the program. So it's pretty, it's pretty exciting. So oh, a guy, buy, a guy buys a Jayco and he automatically uh, comes by this uh, card. Yeah. When he buys a Jayco, they're automatically qualified to be Harvest Host members. And, um, you know, all of our units have to have a toilet inside, inside cooking facilities, water, you know, plumbing, water catches. So there are certain self-contained uh, requirements that not every RV fits. And so we're trying to make this adventure ready program so that people know exactly whether they qualify for harvest hosts. Very interesting. Go ahead, Rick. I'm sorry. Joel, you caught me off guard a little bit. You mentioned uh, more than uh, about a handful of, of manufacturers are now adventure ready. I only knew of uh, Jayco and Gretsch RV. Who are the others? 
Yeah, so we started with Jayco, um, and then we we actually made the Adventure Ready program um, available to all OEMs and said, if you'd like to join, um, let us know. And uh, this is a week ago, and we already have Jayco, StarCraft, Highland Ridge, Integra, Gretsch, uh, and Oliver travel trailers. Oh, Oliver's so in there. Nice. So I would imagine by now there's even more, but within one day of launching that program to OEMs, that's the list. So uh, it, it's been well received. It's great. Excellent. So let's let's talk a little bit about uh, some of the growth that you guys have experienced. Um, and maybe we we go overseas because uh, last or I think it was two months ago now, Brit stops, which is uh, similar to Harvest Host, but over in the UK. That's right. Yep. And so we are, it's funny to say, I can finally say it, we're trying to go worldwide. I mean, we, the reality is we love this concept of connecting RVers with small businesses to experience the products, you know, support the local ecosystem. And by the way, as an RVer, we have a blast. Um, I don't think that's restricted to the United States. So last year we purchased Boondockers Welcome, and that was in Canada. So we expanded to Canada. Um, and last month we purchased Brit Stops, which um, is a very similar program in the United Kingdom, includes England, Scotland, Wales, and Ireland, and has over 1,100 locations, um, primarily pubs. So, so I'm looking forward to getting over there, <laughs> renting an RV, and, and just uh, you know having to put in the work. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to try out the new product, don't you? That's correct. That's absolutely right. <laughs> and learn how to, and get Guinness certified, right? <laughs> That's right. I, I I have heard they that they serve their beer differently over there, a little warmer, a um, little less bubbly. So I'm excited. You know, I'm excited to become a, a world beer drinker. <laughs> Very good. Um, so Joel, tell us about this new position that you guys recently started advertising. I believe it's growth and innovation manager. I, I would assume that speaks a little bit about to the uh, your your future direction for the company. Yes, absolutely. So one of our main goals as a company is to continue um, providing great products and to continue building new things, uh, things that RVers want, things that travelers um, are going to want in the future. I think I, I've always thought of us as a very innovative company, and I think that's part of our success. So we have 52 full-time employees now. Um, this new role is going to add um, a you know, 53rd uh, to marketing and um, technology and engineering, really. It's a hybrid role, but essentially somebody who comes in and says, hey, I know how to use the newest technologies like ChatGPT in order to create really interesting products to make your members' lives better. And so we're looking for this person now. Very good. Where, where's your home office as such? <laughs> I mean, well, where I'm are you? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Well, right now I'm in Charlottesville, Virginia in the Blue Ridge Mountains. It's a beautiful home office. <laughs> um, typically I'm in, uh, Vail, Colorado, but I'm the only one there. Our employees are spread out between 26 different States. How modern. That's right. <laughs> Joel, where, where do, where does this, I, I, it's a weird question maybe, but where do you go with this? I mean, it, it can't stop growing. It sounds like. Right. So that, that, I think there are still so many small businesses that can benefit from working with us, and that includes campgrounds. And I think there are millions of our readers who can benefit from our products. So our goal in turn is fairly simple. It's to keep building great products that we can grow from 250,000 members to 
you know, my, my five-year plans and million members and to grow the host network from 8,000 to 10,000 by the end of this year, but to 40,000 within the next five years. And I think these are attainable goals. And what I really like is that every one of those constituents um, will hopefully benefit by working with us. I'd like to take one more step in that direction. If I'm a guy with a, a, a place, whether it's a museum or a winery or whatever it is, what do I have to have to meet your expectations? Yeah, first and foremost, um, a, a you know, a, basically a level place for an RVer to park um, and the ability for them to stay overnight. So you don't need any connections, right? This dry camping, boondocking. Um, but they're looking for a unique experience. And so you need to have a product to sell as well, because there's a bit of that social contract where I go visit Sherman's museum. I want to pay the entry fee to, to look around, see all the cool stuff he has. And then I can safely park for the night. Um, this year, our members are going to spend over $50 million, five zero with the small businesses in our program. And we don't take any of that. Um, we don't charge hosts anything to be in our program. We don't charge campgrounds anything to be in campers card. Uh, and, and it turns into an average of twelve dollars to $14,000 in additional revenue per year uh, per host. And so it's, it, it's meaningful and it ends up helping a lot, especially in these times of inflation where their costs of inputs have gone up quite a bit. Wow, that's truly impressive. Yeah, I, I totally agree. So you wouldn't argue in closing here, I think we're close, um, with the premise that that your organ your organization uh, Harvest Hosts is indeed a game changer for the North American uh, well and European market perhaps uh, eventually here too but for the North American market outdoors. Yes, yeah, I, I'm proud to say that I think we're game changers for all the right reasons. I think we're going to make. Um, the industry a better place. And it was a great place to start. So it's kind of nice. Like we're going to start with a great product and just try to get more people into it. I think that's what makes us a game changer. So I'm, I'm honored to be on the list. <laughs> thank well, you. That, yeah, with that, uh, let's close it out. Want to thank, uh, of course, Eric Sell for their continued sponsorship. Want to thank Joel for your time. And please, Joel, I want to be the first one to stay at Sherman's Museum as part of the Harvest Host program. We got room right over the top of the bank here in the in the water in the lake, Rick. <laughs> Joel, thank you very much. Thanks, Rick. Thanks, Sherman. Take care. Thank you.